listening to Worst Show Ever. I'm your host, CJ Boyd. I'm in Denver, Colorado, with Ramakandra. We're, uh, we're at, is this your house? Oh, yeah, Tree's house. Cool. Um, tree house. The tree house. Is that what you call it? Yeah. <laughs> <Just> now. <laughs> uh, I can't believe you think of that before. <laughs> I, know. I, know. I guess, though, if it's your name, you kind of probably get tired of puns on your name. I, yeah, <laughs> it's not my house, but we okay. can call it the tree house. Um, and I'm going to let everybody kind of introduce yourselves. Maybe we go around in a circle just so everyone can hear who's here. Who will start? My name is Anastasia. <laughs> I play harp and sing. Uh, I'm Clay. I'm playing bass for the band. I am Tree, a.k.a. Nobody. And I play the beats. Cool, cool. Oh, and Eric. Yeah, we're shy of one member today. Yeah. Okay, Eric's out of town? Eric, uh, a.k.a. Ness, is our synth boy. Okay. Crazy atmospheric machine. Sweet. But yeah, just us three now. <laughs> and I saw you guys last year at Tit Wrench. Oh, no. Nice. Oh, you did? Which is why wow. I reached out because uh, you guys were one of my favorite acts at that festival. I, I love that festival. I've probably been at like three or four of them yes. in the past, but that was my first time seeing you guys. So, uh, that was a fun night. That's that was, amazing. That was our yeah. second show ever. Ever. Oh, really? We, ever. Had, we had one show at Ophelia's the night before. Okay. And Which was our Homegirl was debut. like, yeah, we got another gig that they want us to play the day after. So we had a back-to-back for our okay. first two performances, and the, and the Tit Wench one was actually, like, probably... <laughs> did I say that right? Tit Wench? Uh, no, you didn't. Excuse me. <laughs> the second show was, uh, was um, like, I thought it was probably more... It was, was better than our first yeah, one. Yeah, I thought it was cool. great. Yeah, our first one was great, though, but, yeah. like... But we're we here to talk about... The worst show. Yeah. yeah. That was definitely not the worst one. We got an amazing response from that. No, yeah. both, yeah, the first two ones, it blew us away. But So I didn't know that. So y'all have only been a band for like a year or so then. Months. Yeah. It wasn't even a year. At the time. No, was, band, at this point. Yeah, yeah at now, this point, like, yeah. It was a year. Yeah. Okay. It's, um, we so had our anniversary time. of our first show was like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. Well, I love so that festival. Go. It was right to see you guys there. That, that uh, Sarah Slater who puts that on is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I'm actually gonna try to get her on this this show as well. We we're talking. Oh, you know they got some oh, great stories. Story, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and mostly I ask musicians, but it's always I every now and then try to like change it up and ask like a promoter. Or oh, a you know awesome. she has yeah. some stories. Hit her up. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. Hit her up. But I want to hear about this bad story. Oh, no, no baby, more good shows. Baby. Just good. <laughs> 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 Yeah, we got booked for a, an electronic. It's like an electronica venue. We were the first band actually to play okay. in this venue. It's strictly electronica. They boast like the best sound system, you know, in in the city. All this, you know, and it, it bumps. I've been in there, and the place gets packed. It's nuts. Okay. And uh, yeah, they're one of these electronica record labels was doing. Uh, they're putting a show together featuring all of their DJs, and they wanted a live act. And they, you know, heard us, and we we incorporated a lot of electronic stuff. Yeah. So they reached out to us, and we took it. But when we got there, all the DJs were set up on this like the stage. Like this is a legit venue with a big, huge stage. But the stage was just covered in tables and DJ equipment. And they were like, "Oh yeah, you guys are just gonna be playing like in this corner, like, <laughs> like in the dark." Next it to wasn't the fucking even a stage. Bathroom. It was like a step that yeah, was like. It was oh. We had one monitor, so we were in a line, first of all, with just three of us, this was before Eric. This was maybe our third show. It was our third show. Yeah, okay. so we were not experienced as a group, you know, playing live. And without we had, monitors. Without yeah. monitors. We had one, so I think you had the one, right? Next to you, and yeah. it was coming across. So basically, Tree was not hearing anything that was happening. We were sound checking for like an hour, and there was like 
fucking feedback. Is that important for drums? Is that, I mean, <laughs> yeah. well, the thing is, is it's like, um, the vocals, like, have cues, yeah. and, like, Clay and I both really feed off of what her vocals are going yeah. into. Yeah, totally. So Clay was the median, and he was, like, signaling me the whole time, like, bruh, here we go. It was like tight. Because I mean, I, I can't even move. Like, we're, I'm like standing straight up like this. Like, the harp is right here. The drum set is like the rod cymbal's already like hanging over me. Dude. It was it was tight. So, so to give the. Okay. So she has a grand harp, right? Right, right. So that's huge. That's probably dude. crucial. There's yes. going to be people who are listening to this that don't already know your music. Yeah. So. Yeah. Right. So let's break it down real quick. She has a. Anastasia the Queen is playing the grand harp, pedal harp. It's not a small thing. No, not at all. That's <laughs> gigantic. And my drums, I mean, I have a bebop kit, so it's not the biggest. Yeah. So to put it into perspective, my bass drum is 18 by 14 inches, so the really, like, it's a really, it's a really shallow kind of kick. Yeah. The thing was hanging over the end of the stage. <laughs> and my, so, man, my man was up against the wall in the corner. Yeah, I'm in the corner, bro. And he has, like, he has his SPD, you know, his electric percussion thing yeah. going on. And he's, like, trying to get it. He's, like, bumping his elbow on the wall. <laughs> so I'm sitting here, and I, I wore a mask every show. Yeah. I don't think I wore one this time because I was just, like, it's dark. I can't yeah, see no shit. It's black. Pitch black on yeah. us, dude. Ugh. Yeah. So it's super dark. Stage, baby bass drum hanging off of the side of the stage. That's how much room. I mean, we it's had. not a stage, man. It's no. It's really not a stage. That's <laughs> no. It's a step. No. So, so a little positivity for the worst show is that we went outside because we're like, damn, this is ridiculous. Line the people for like for us because it was a free show and like we just started, but people like really the responses of our gigs yeah. have been overwhelming. Yeah. So we see, a, like, we go outside to get some air, and, like, boom, homies all glow, like, people we don't know are in there. So the place packs up. Now, that sounds awesome, but at the same time, during our whole set, the stage is en route to the patio. And the bathroom. Oh, and yeah. the bathroom. <laughs> so you have a shit ton of people there, and then there's, like, this, like, unwritten or unspoken, like, Gap. Oh. I mean, we're literally <laughs> like like six feet from the bathroom. So yeah. like, anytime someone opens the bathroom door, because we're in the dark, like the bathroom light like opens up. Creaks <laughs> <laughs> open. <laughs> you can see it in the videos. It's it's hard you're to like, watch. Oh, there's man. a band there. Oh, I mean, like Jesus, the dude like lifts exactly. up the camera, and there's like a there's a great amount of people because afterwards they're like that was the biggest crowd we've ever had here for okay. a Thursday and for all for like a band and everything. That was insane, but. The whole time you wouldn't notice that because there's like people walking and talking like couples crossing in front of us while we're right, playing the yeah. whole time. We got so. people like our friends are walking up to this like when they come in and they're walking up they're looking at that huge stage like oh man we're you guys aren't even set up yet what's going on and we're like over here yeah do you guys <laughs> see the grand part in that little tiny corner yeah that's not the pack corner that's what we're right. playing yeah <laughs> right exactly and plus the vo I couldn't hear the vocals at all oh nothing so like halfway through the show I just didn't sing <laughs> I don't even think anyone noticed to be honest yeah they were like oh I don't oh. even think anyone could hear anything I don't know I wonder what it sounded like yeah I don't know we had this video of it there is we there is <laughs> We, we have the videos. <laughs> okay. Well, I just mean, I wonder, because sometimes if the monitor situation is bad, then sometimes you can't hear it, but, but it sounds fine in the house. Like, See, okay, so here's the other thing, too, that goes along with this this setup. So we're off to the side of the real, like, the big stage. Right. So we're coming out of the PAs. So we have, like, right. one gigantic PA, like, over us, basically. Okay. So, like, that, and then the monitor going the opposite direction on this little like corner stage and then the giant PA 
like coming like over, a, so it's like like a giant speaker or yeah. like a, okay, like the PA, the house PA system. Yeah. So it was like half facing us, so we were getting like the monitor, oh. and then that was coming right at us, oh, over man. us, kind of, and then I don't know, it was hard to hear. It was I'm impossible. Sure it sounded horrible. Do you think? My, I'm just curious because you, you set it up talking about it's like an electronic venue. Mm-hmm. Do you think this was just a blind spot because they don't deal with bands? Yes, and they don't, the sound like, guys absolutely. Normally for DJ, you don't need DJs. more than one monitor <laughs> or more than one XLR. <laughs> right, <cable>. exactly. <laughs> you said like yeah, maximum two. Like for that was a major factor. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And one of the really rough parts was is that we debuted one of our newer songs yeah. that night. I think mm-hmm. we debuted Andromeda. Yeah, there. we did. Mm-hmm. We showed Andromeda, and I, I mean. Again, the response was great, like the people were moving, but then the thing is, is that I, for the SPD before Eric got uh, involved with the project, maybe say the, what that is, Can not everybody Oh, the SPD is a sampling pad drum, so basically okay. like what it is, is you can upload synths, or you can upload samples of sounds, right. basically what was happening was I would be writing, I, I, I create all the synths. Yeah. that I would use and I would write them out and then I would put them on top of the SPD or through the SPD. They would be synthetic melodies that we would have and then we would groove to them a bit. Right. Andromeda's in particular <laughs> is important <laughs> with the SPD because the ending we have is this whole like groove that we have that I, that was written out with the sense. We don't have in-ear monitors. We don't yeah. have a click track that we're following this, we're playing to the sample. Right? Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, but the thing is, you couldn't even hear it, so then the whole groove the whole didn't even, apart. like, yeah, it was just like, whoa, what is going on? It's basically just like an extra track just of random sound. Yeah, a random sound. So it was, yeah, so no SPD. I'm, I'm yelling for the guy, I'm like, where's the sound doing that? We ain't got nothing coming out. There's no sound coming out. Now, you were saying, too, though, with the PA, so one of the speakers that's for the house is facing you guys. Kind of. It's like, it's like... Over us, kind of. So like, you can probably yeah. hear what's in the house just as well as you can hear what's supposed to be in your monitor. Kind of, okay. kind of, but it wasn't facing directly no. at us because we're kind of okay. like we're kind of like more next to it, really. Okay, okay, it's not really facing you. No, okay. it's like no, the over speakers us. are going this, so and like we're kind of just underneath the, this. Yeah. These big speakers hanging from the ceiling. Okay, yeah, yeah. sound yeah. is going in front of us, right? But not, but not to you. Close <laughs> to us. Yeah, not with us. us. No, right. it's in front of us, not with us, and it was really. And they had naked. A, they had at least. I remember they had the bass cranked through the subs, which this is like an electronic venue. Right, right. And it is the sound system is serious. It's no joke. Right. It's like a. It's a tiny room, and there's like eight, eighteen-inch subs in there. It's, right. It's a small room. And yeah. I remember just feeling that like basically. Like, yeah. Holy shit. I can't really hear it, but it's like I can but feel you it. You can like feel it. It's, <laughs> right. It's kind of intense. It's kind yeah. of fun. So that was y'all's third show. Yeah. And then so. I'm always curious to hear if people, when you have a bad show, like, does that change anything in how you, like, I guess you'd just be like, okay, let's not play that place again, or was there any kind of like, okay, how could we avoid this in the future? Um, we definitely 86 the hell out of that venue and said <laughs> yeah. we're not going to play there again. And um, plus that guy who asked us, he was like, I'm going to pay you guys, and like, at the end of the show... Oh, they he were came all wasted. Us, yeah, super wasted. It was like, yeah, I'm going to pay you later for sure. Never, <laughs> yeah, as never far reached as I know, out. We, never got back. Oh, we were yeah. all just kind of ready to jet, though. We were like, yeah. Oh, we kind of really like, you take some L's. Like I said, we were paying our dues. It was an earlier one. 
after that one though i think we all had like a meeting where we're like look we need to be more clear on what we need for the venue Mm -hmm. what do you have to provide for us because i mean granted like we i mean and and we're not trying to like i don't want to sound snobby or anything but like but it's like sometimes it's like people hear us and they're like we want you to come out and play and then like it tends to be like places without power sometimes like they want us to go out to the mountains and have like a fest or something it's just like you do realize that our sound is heavily focused around the mixture of like i want to call this like a hybrid of of acoustic and electronic like you're not going to get the full i mean i'm very confident with with our sound as a without the electronics but people need to realize that our our sound that is so unique is is involved with how much we're meshing the two together Yeah. yeah and um so ideally, on paper, the venue would have been incredible. If we were on the stage, it would have been money. Yeah, it would have been incredible. <laughs> yeah, ideally. But yeah. the thing is, is that the stage wasn't there. There were no monitors. They weren't in preparation for what the band needed. And I think that that really, in transition, made us look at venues in a different perspective. Because our first show, we were very, we're kind of spoiled. We dig it. We got yeah. yeah we we were very lucky to have our first show at Ophelia's, which is in my is my personal favorite venue. Okay. I don't know. This, I don't know. It's downtown. Yeah. Um, excellent walking traffic. Like people come in regardless. Any band playing, it's always like packed. Very classy. They treat the musicians incredibly well. The okay. sound dudes are super. Yeah, cool. the system's amazing. They get yeah. awarded for best sound people in Colorado. Okay. So basically, we've had. Colorado's top, like finest engineers, helping our sound and bringing it to the sure. to the actual, like how we view our vision is completely alive during these yeah. these shows, and I mean like like Clay said like we might have gotten a little spoiled, but it wasn't like it wasn't like a basketball. It was just like we weren't really we weren't ready for the reaction that we'd get, and then people were like, "Yo, play here, play here, play here." Okay, we need to. It's not that we don't want to play, but we also need to be able to get our message and our sound across. Right, That's sure. more important yeah. right, than sure. just playing everywhere, you know. Like, when we took that black box gig, we were just like, "Someone wants us to do a show." Like, yeah, awesome. Like, let's yeah. just let's hop on it. Yeah, that and was I feel a like for sure. that's what encompasses like what a an unsuccessful show is to me is like like things can be unpredictable, but if you're not able to portray what you intended because right. of like a failures of the venue right then there's just no point of even being there but i guess that's kind of vague well no i hear that but i mean I, my other thought was and i know this is a story show so I, and even having played thousands of shows i still sometimes am not good at doing this mm-hmm. but where sometimes you you get there and you say okay this is what you had this is what you had in mind this isn't gonna work mm-hmm. what else what else you got? Like, can we can we make a change here? I don't know if if you had said like, look, uh, can you clear some room on the stage? Can we? Is that, yeah. that um, no, no. So, so we have to take responsibility on that one. I did, yeah. So people treat me like I'm some sort of like princess because I'm like I can't hear. It's not enough space. Can't see anything. <laughs> can you change black. anything? Yeah, and they're like, oh yeah, I guess hold on a sec and then just never come back and that's the thing with the harp too like you know all those strings are color coded you even see like you know the the professionals playing classical music like those strings are color coded you can't really feel where you are when you're playing that harp like you need to be able to see 
That thing's yeah. in the pitch black. Like, it's a naked piano. It's hard. I mean, man. there's a lot going on. <laughs> it's a naked piano. It's hard. Almost. You, you weren't mean. You weren't mean about it. Like you just said, like I can't really hear that much. We gave her the monitor, and like mostly because that's the center of the sound. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's very imperative that she hears what's going on. Yeah, yeah. And um, I don't think that like again like there is a way to convey the message of hey we need like a little more than this in a very professional and more kind manner and we 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 didn't cross that banner or anything but we didn't say anything really at all but inside we're just like yo like why i guess what happens is is that people get excited and then they're just like let's have this happen let's do this let's do this but then not really think about the bigger picture of the means to make that happen there are logistics to go yeah yeah and like like uh previously stated that it was our third show we were just excited to play and like you know we were told it was the best sound in Colorado, and that may be true for 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 DJs or right. for for electronic music, but it's not the case for uh, bands. Well, but like you said, though, if you had been on stage, like they certainly could. If with that kind of a system, I'm sure they have more than one monitor. Yeah, no in, doubt. All the monitors the, were on the stage. They were on the stage, possibly. They just, yeah. they just weren't prepared. It sounds like they just weren't thinking. Yeah, the like, idea was if just, we're gonna have a band. What yeah. what, what was a band need? Yeah. They wanted the the than... switch to be really seamless. So they were like, as soon as you're done, like the DJ is like already set right. and it's gonna go. And yeah. That was their idea. But right. then, which would have been fine if they put the DJ where y'all were. Exactly. The first <laughs> yeah. one maybe, and then have us tear down while the other DJ's going. Yeah, that right. could have worked. For well, sure. the sp- the space definitely would have fit the DJ's yeah. more than the. the, the <laughs> no, even with the, when you talk about the dark, I even think how like a lot of DJs will have. You know, if you're working off a computer or if you've got, like, lights yeah. for your mm-hmm. decks or something where yeah. Yeah. that's pretty common to, like, bring your own, your you own know... Light setup. Light setup, mm-hmm. yeah. But totally. Crazy. Not not for a three or four... Not at all. <laughs> not at all, man. Don't expect that you yeah. have to light your own instruments. Like I said, man, I have a, a bebop kit. So, like, if my bass drum is hanging off that, that's a small, yeah. small stage because yeah. it's the... Sm- like, Obviously, you can get smaller kicks, but... We could talk about how hilariously small that stage was all day. Like, I have... In the bass <laughs> cab I bring to shows is huge. It's it's a 412, like, stack right. cab on right. that little thing was just, like... It what do we call it? It was hysterical. It was, it's the fridge. And not playing on the stage is okay, but if we could have, like, t- put some of the stuff off the stage, or yeah. just not been you on the stage You couldn't, because it was a walkway. That's yeah, why we couldn't be off the front at all. There's like there was no five way. feet to yeah. walk in the bathroom. Yeah. Woo. Well, so, another question I was thinking, too. Um, you guys have only been a band for about a year, but I'm going to go ahead and say you've all played music for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that, mm-hmm. Have you guys oh. been in other bands, I'm guessing? Yeah, for sure. Everybody? I haven't. You have not, okay. She's classically trained. Neither have I. You haven't been in bands before. Uh, I've always been a. Yeah, you have. No, I've always yeah. been um a hired kind of gun. Okay. I went to school for jazz as well. And okay. Like, the thing is, is that like you do that in that scene, you get hired for shows. Totally. As far as an actual band, of commitment and like I am a part of the project. Right, right. This is the well, this first. Is, this is what I'm curious about. I'm, I might go around because one of the things is, the band is sort of like the standard unit of music in America in a way but there's there's all these other ways that people play music obviously and sometimes that gets left out and so I'm especially if you're classically trained if you're uh, jazz trained you know like I'd be curious to hear in terms of like other I guess 
like what your worst show ever was before this or something or like oh, in a different okay. context. What about okay. when you peed on yourself? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. She just she just I just, just blew you up. Oh shit. <laughs> The man's a mercenary. He's got to get paid. This is a good story. You got to tell that. Okay, okay. It's a short okay. one. It's an easy one. You I only had no, no, no. I will. I'm not. I'm not ashamed of it because, like, I mean, it was. Okay. Once you hear it, it's gonna be fucking golden. All right, so golden. You <laughs> <laughs> winning. Anyways, um, so I had this like steady gig with a homie that we would play this venue for like it would be a three hour gig. Okay. We play from like nine to twelve a.m. Yeah, one might even be. Yeah, we had breaks though, so I guess it doesn't count. Three hours, whatever. And this is jazz. No, 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 no. This okay. So, I went to college. I went and studied jazz and learned because I practiced jazz on my own. I'm mostly self-taught. I learned jazz. I went to. I got formal training for a year. Okay. So everything else is like myself and People listening on the. On the- podcast can't hear you doing air quotes oh so 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 i went to formal with with, i i got formal quote-unquote training for a year at college for jazz um everything else is self-taught or i've had like marching buddies help me okay with that um but anyways college really cleaned me up a lot to give me the skills to read and all that kind of stuff which i use to get into this story so anyways we're playing at this venue and uh I wasn't really drinking a lot. Um, for longer gigs, I tried not to drink as much just because the longer you go, you get fatigued easier and you get sloppier. So, like, I wasn't really drinking too much. I was drinking a shit ton of water. Water is bad to drink a lot of <laughs> while you're playing the show. I learned this lesson the hard way. So we're playing, and I had, like, a, two cups of water before the, like during the break. We're chilling out. I'm drinking some water, hydrating, talking to some ladies, have another cup get on the on the kit, and I'm just like, nah, I'll just wait, you know, like, I, I didn't really have to pee yet, I'm up there, and, uh, we're going, and like, I, like, it hits me hard, bro, like, the bladder's just like, bro, you fucked up, like, you need to get, like, you two cups, bro, before this shit, like, you just start two cups, bro, like, what were you thinking? I'm up there playing, and we're, like, stretching, like, I think that people don't really realize how much how much of one song can be stretched in the length of like the time to kill time because like okay. you're just like you're, you're at that point we're not music we're like entertain we're the entertainment I got you quote it's on like quote a, it's like a bar gig or something where yes. you're, they'd say you gotta start here and here yes. and you're trying to make it make it last yes fill it in a lot yeah. of you know fucking around improv whatever yeah but what kind of music is it uh we were so we were doing like it was covers, but it was, like, interesting because the guitarist was more into the folkier scene, okay. and I was more into the, the jazzier, you know, drum and bass, hip-hop vibe stuff. Um, so we're mixing it and making a hybrid of that genre, and it sounded, it was working, it was cool, okay. but we did, like, a, a shaggy, I think it was shaggy, like, in, uh, <laughs> what? what the hell is that? <laughs> oh, let me think of the song, we were like, in, uh... It wasn't me track. Okay. You, know, yeah. you know what I'm talking about? Like, it wasn't me. We did a cover of that, and then we did a Frank Ocean cover. I don't remember the name of the Frank Ocean. Are you saying among folk covers? Well, that he was a folk player. Okay. He could. He went to. He was trained in jazz for vocals, but he his style of guitar playing and everything was very folky. Okay. So sounds bizarre as hell. It was bizarre yeah. as hell. Yeah, sounds cool. But it, I mean, it was cool. Like it was working because yeah, like yeah. we vibe, we worked well together, but. uh Anyways, he 
he then had like homies come up to sing with him. So we're playing. So everything was going all right until the Frank Ocean song, and we were like the Frank Ocean song. He was stressing the shit out of. So we're playing it, and he had homies come up to do guest vocals and everything. And in the middle of the song, bro, I'm just like. <laughs> my face, like I'm pretty sure that like I'm black, by the way. So my skin turned as light as pigment as possible <laughs> for this situation because like I'm sitting there and I was like, yeah, I got to pee really bad, <laughs> and like I was like, I'm not like I like imagine like a, an Adult Swim cartoon or commercial where like your bladder like bursts, yeah, and like little things crawl up on your inside and you're like oh, you die or something. Like I was envisioning this happening and I was just like, I've, if I don't hold this, my penis is gonna explode. It's impossible. <laughs> so. I fucking peed my pants. <laughs> I fucking let that shit. I was just like swallowed really hard and just fucking let that shit go. <laughs> and I'm sitting here and like these guys are over here dancing, and like they're shaking and shit. I'm just sitting there doing the groove. I'm just fucking hold, yeah, I'm just holding that groove down. Fucking made the most suavest looking face. I was like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just motherfucking peed my. Nobody even knows, but I'm just another like, yep. Now this, my next question is: I would try to. I would think the piece got to go somewhere. Didn't it all get all absorbed in your pants? Oh, bro, Daniel, oh. it was in the entire oh, thing. And because I had underwear and pants, I'm not a commando kind of cat. Yeah. So I had the underwear layer, <laughs> then I had the motherfucking uh, jogger layer happening, and. uh it didn't get down to my shoes, fortunately, okay. but you know that, that is fortunate. <laughs> it was there. Right it there. was there, and I mean, like the thing is, because like I mean, yeah, <laughs> I'm a, I can't get off stage. But like, look, bro, like in the middle of the song, all the sounds like fuck this happened. Beats around my my nigga runs to the bathroom. Like, right. You know, like that wasn't gonna happen, but uh, yeah. They laughed at me. They're like, "Why didn't you just go?" I was like, "Bro, I did it for the song, man. Like, you gotta, you gotta upkeep that professionalism." So I mean, that like, is a level of professionalism that yeah. I, I don't have. I have to yeah. admit, <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, "Hey, y'all, pause. We're gonna." I'm like, I've you know, seen people hop I'm, off the stage before for sure. I've heard yeah. it too. My homie, like, he like, cause like the bass player was laughing his ass off, and I told yeah. him he was like, "Bro." I played with a, with, a, with a horn player, and he just, like, went off stage. And I was like, that's fucked, though, because I'm the drummer. Right. Horn players, you have two of them. One can go off and do whatever and come back and do the lines and shit. <laughs> yeah. But drummer stops the whole song. Stops, yeah. bro. Like, it doesn't just go from, like, acoustic and, and have the same party vibe going. So, like, yeah. I was like, bro, I'm the drummer. There's no way I'm just going to walk off stage. <laughs> in the middle of, the in, in the the middle of a song. song. Go pee. In the middle I, of I song. love the dedication. I, I think it's great. <laughs> <laughs> I won't ever do that again. <laughs> I don't think Ramakan is going to be doing like three hour gigs. Like we're like a right. we're like a get up there, do our set, hit it hard and get off. But like, I'll make sure that I'll squeeze a lemon every time before that. Shit. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> but I mean, I will do it for y'all. Wow. If My it's man. serious. Yeah. If it's a serious gig, and I'm just like, yo, this is insane. Like, you're in the middle of everybody's around and shit. I wear black pants. I'm like, I'll pee my pants <laughs> for y'all, right? I'll make it happen. No, Professionalism is always number one. <laughs> I'm curious, Anastasia, do you have any pre- prior to, in terms of like um, classical concerts, recitals, yeah. kind of things? I have, I have two short ones that I could tell. Okay. The first one was when I was in high school, and I ate some edibles for the first time (laughs) but I had a solo to do 
And so I what's the content? Is it like a you playing a symphony? Is it? A... Yeah, I was playing violin at the time. Okay. And I've been working for months on this solo piece. Okay. But I was like a rebel, so I tried sprinkling some weed on like a cinnamon roll and microwaving it. I guess okay. it's literally it's not edibles, but at the time. It okay, it's like a DIY edible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I like I ate the whole thing, and I was extremely high. And I had to go, like, get ready for the recital and everything. And, well, I got, like, up there on the stage. Were you first chair, too? You were, like, up there, weren't you? Not at this point. Oh, okay. But I still had, like, a solo to do with the piano. Oof. And I was, like, on stage, and I started freaking oh, out because I was so stoned. Yeah. And I just, like flubbed the whole thing oh, after yeah after like spending months and months on this and you were on it like you had it down yeah yeah i was ready but yeah i Her guess i can't skills are insane oh, okay she's anyways <laughs> but i'm so did you have to explain it to your like uh, yeah the, you call him the well my director teacher, or, yeah, yeah he was like what happened i thought you were I thought you were good, and I was like, and I, don't know. I was high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was really sad. But the other story. But what'd, I you, had, what'd you tell them? You just told them like, yeah. I, I was just like, I don't know, maybe next year. <laughs> 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 but I don't know. But the other one is this embarrassing time where, because I used to do gigs for like weddings and funerals and stuff. Yeah. And I had this gig for. So I the only picture I had at the time was a picture of me playing and singing but that was like the first year-ish that I was singing and playing at the same time and so whoever booked the gig thought I was like a singer and a harvest which I'm not a singer at all but but you are now yes she is no I'm not but for like wait wait you're saying the only picture in terms of advertising yourself as a harpist yeah was you singing and yeah, it was then, just like yeah. the, the only nice photo I had, so okay. I put that up there. Yeah. And this one lady contacted me, and she was like, I have a memorial service for my best friend that I want you to play who just passed away. And she was like, I have this song. I noticed you're a singer. I have the song I want you to sing. I want you to sing My Heart Will Go On from the Titanic theme. And I thought that was so... <laughs> It was. It's so lame. I was like, I'm not saying my. I was really young at the time too. So Wait, I was how like, old were you? Would you say? I was like, I don't know, like early twenties. Okay. So I guess I wasn't that young, but I refused to work on it because I'm like, I'm not spending my time working on my heart will go on because that's just totally lame. Wait, is that the Celine Dion song? Yeah. Yes. Okay. 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 <laughs> oh man. And so the night before. I procrastinated learning this music. So too. wait, just to be clear, you told her yes. I told her yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> you said I'm not gonna spend my time on this. I thought you told her no, but you're saying you told her I yes, told her and yes. then like she I, booked. I will yeah. do this, but I'm not gonna spend time. Oh, it was yes. probably a yes, absolutely. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I didn't think it was gonna be like a a big deal or anything. Right. Jesus. All right. <laughs> Continue. Died. So anyway, I I procrastinated to the night before. I like printed out the music, and I like learned it, quote unquote. And I went, got there. It was a huge mansion, and this lady had invited like a hundred guests. And I thought I was just gonna be like in the background playing it, 
but it turned out that she was like had a whole section for the of the memorial for me to sing my heart will go on oh, oh my gosh shit. and i so she was like all right everybody i have a special portion of the memorial i want everyone oh to come over God. and listen to this harpist sing oh. my heart will go on and I totally forgot the words in that very second. And so I flubbed my way through my heart will go on and At a memorial with the family like around yeah. her, like singing together. After and... I played Ooh. no one clapped or anything. They were just like I just like walked away. <laughs> and one person was like, Bless your heart, honey, thank you so much. <laughs> Damn, <how> much- <laughs> You never want to hear that one. Oh, wow. Well, but then again, you know, people aren't usually clapping at those kind of gigs anyway. Do people usually clap when you play the no. funeral? No. Yeah, no. Okay, you're right. But maybe, but I thought maybe they would at least be like, yes, or something. But but other times when you've, you've played, I mean, I'm guessing, so you've played a handful of, like, a lot I of I played funerals. one funeral before, but... But it was more like background right. sound. But I'm saying, in that period of your life, had you had... Have you played a lot of funerals or just a couple? I hadn't played... At that time, I hadn't played one before. But, I mean, did you play some sense? I played one sense. Okay. So, but in your experience, people don't... It's normally more like background. Yeah. You're just sort of like there to have this more like yeah. ambiance. Kind and that's of, why yeah. I didn't bother to do it. <laughs> but next time I might... Even if I hate the music... Study that shit. Yeah. I, that's the situation where you got to decide to either either do it well or don't do it, I guess. Because, yeah. yeah, that comes up where you're like, uh, I guess I guess we could do that. But then you, <laughs> you can say no. Like, you, you could I should have said no, yeah. Say, I don't want to do that, so no, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> but the, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm saying it like I know better. I've definitely done the same thing where you think, yeah, but it's going to pay me. So yeah. I, yeah. Mean, I don't want to do it, but I do want to get paid. So. <laughs> I totally just shat on this person's beautiful Oh, that's rough. But she never called me back. She was like, Oof. at the beginning, she was like, I'll hit you up because I have parties all the time. And after that, she was just like, have a good night and didn't Oof. contact me. Oof. Yeah. I wouldn't contact me either, though. <laughs> <laughs> Based on that one. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, and I guess that's another thing. I'm just thinking about how most shows... The audience, I mean, I think about this all the time, because now especially, I've been interviewing all these folks about where shows. Most shows, if somebody's not into it, they could just leave, right? Like, if you hate the show, if it's not your yeah. thing. As an audience. As an audience member. Remember? Yeah. Yeah, you could just go somewhere else. Totally. Like, mm-hmm. I've, I mean, some of my, one of my worst shows that I ever think of involved, like, opening for a reggae band in Poland. Whoa. And there were, like, these two... And, like, everybody there was, like, white, Polish, but in reggae, like, costumes. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you see this in Denver, too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean but, like, yes. white, all white folks who are wearing, like, Rasta colors and have, like, the hats <laughs> the, the dre- and, yeah, the, the dre- like, and have dreads yeah, and, you know, yeah. trying to look super reggae. Oh, man. You know, like, we're in Poland. But anyway, just, I think I've told this story on the show before, I can't remember. But all, all I'll say is there's two two guys in the front who were enthusiastic when I got up there. Yeah. But then when I started playing, they realized this was not dance music, was not anything related to reggae, should not be opening up reggae. <laughs> they, start, they start heckling me. They start, like, yelling at me. Oh, oh shit, no. And, and the whole, I'm just like, go somewhere else. This yeah. is not your thing. I'm sorry that I'm doing this thing that isn't your thing. 
but you still get to see the band you came here for. Just go to the other. Uh, there's like four other rooms in this venue you can yeah. go to right now. The dude on the stage so can't weird. go anywhere. Like, yeah, I can't. Yeah. Leave. <laughs> it's not an option for me. But y'all could leave. Yeah. And but I'm yeah. just thinking how in a funeral. You can't. You don't just leave. Like you're there. You're there for respects and stuff. So then, it's a different. I mean, and then I'm just thinking how I'm guessing as a as a performer there though. Then that's that's a lot heavier in terms of responsibility because it's not just like I'm doing my thing. I hope y'all dig it. But if you don't, then go do something else. Yeah, and that's not super intentional. That doesn't really apply. It's not like I have like a beautiful like Celine Dion style voice. I don't know. I just feel like I botched it. Maybe that's she can sing I was gonna say ridiculous. Oh, I like yeah. <laughs> yeah, you sing but, very well. But that wasn't your thing. It wasn't yeah, it's not my style. <laughs> yeah. oh. So that reminds me of we played this Westward show and Oh yeah. <laughs> so it was cool. We got nominated for Best Jazz Band in Colorado. We don't really play jazz. Right. So it was interesting. We use jazz elements, I guess, but it was very interesting. But yeah. um, wait, by by Westward? Yeah, Westward has this like a little festival every year where bands that get nominated for like in categories like best of. I hate competitions. Wait, wait. I gotta, I gotta. I don't want to interrupt. No, that's cool. Are they the ones that put out like a? They have like a website that's like best hundred bands in Denver. Yeah, like, you think so. That? Yeah. yeah. I actually made that list one year. Yeah. Oh, I really? I've never lived in Denver. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. See? It's the thing I'm thinking of. My friend John, who used to run Rhinoceropolis. Like, oh, I love nice. that. Place. I used yeah. to love it. Yeah. He pointed it out. He was like, he sent it to me. He's like, you realize that you made like Best of Denver this year? And I was like, I don't know. I've never lived in Denver. Oh, yeah. Best of Denver is the West one. Okay. Then that's the same thing. You're not from Colorado. Come on, <laughs> man. <laughs> I, didn't, I mean, I didn't have anything to do with it. No, Somebody no, was a... at my show, and I guess thought it was good. And hey, it was like, man. this is one of my favorite Colorado acts. I'm not going to go and <laughs> look it up to see if it's actually from Colorado. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I don't know how they did it. Yeah, yeah we, we got on there, and... Uh, but that wasn't one of the worst shows. <laughs> it wasn't the worst show. I'm just okay. saying I'm just saying it was funny, because oh, like going God. back to being like playing a show where like, people obviously like, what the hell is going on? We had a good set, but then the band after us was like this, like very loud metal band. Yeah, like, it was like yeah. hardcore okay. rap with like noise, screamo. Yeah, okay. yeah. Intense. yeah, yeah. It wasn't. I mean, I'm, I'm sure out, that it wasn't like they had some really sick parts, and it sounded, they would have sounded better if the sound guy wasn't an asshole and wasn't where he needed to be. Okay. Because after we had played, we're we're more of a lower dynamic, like we. Our articulated, like articulation focused, I guess, where everything is like intent. We want to make sure everything you can hear everything in clarity. Yeah, they were. Um, it's not that they don't want to do that either, but their energy was just a little more like louder. It was more yeah. augmented than ours was. So like, they were obviously screaming and shit like that happens. So they start playing and like they're fucking blaring like, <laughs> like this shit went to eleven, my man. Like it was yeah. hard. Everything was going. Yeah. People like. We played, there were people, and then everybody just, the room vacated, like, oh, it was yeah. like, whoop, no. Were they supposed, were they on for, like, best metal band or something? That's the thing, it was like, it was, really, yeah. They, they were best, no. um, rock, whatever, I don't know. Experimental, maybe, yeah. I can't remember what category they were. Okay. So really, they're not bad players at all. You should pee yourself. 
I'm not peeing myself. Okay. <laughs> I'm, like, yeah, I'm, I'm taking you? this personally. I'll be back. I'm hey. taking this personally. You told it's me not that. Professional. that God damn it! <laughs> he said he would he would pee his pants no, for y'all, but he pee won't. Pee in a jar, man. He won't pee his pants for me. I, oh, I see how it is. Um, Do you have a story to tell? A story to tell? Yeah, I'm yes. just about to ask too. A, like a bunk show story. Well, just yeah, something. Well, what's your background? Like she, yeah. she's classically trained. He was like in school for jazz. Like, oh, well, I'm like neither of those things right, more at all. Like I grew up playing like metal, basically self-taught completely. Yeah, funk stuff. Learned a little bit of jazz along the way, but not much. Okay. I got huge into like reggae. Actually, became like my that's my favorite style of music to play. That's like my my base. Okay. Bass style. Your bass, bass. Right. <laughs> I was just thought of that as I said that. Oops. But yeah, that's like my foundation for playing, really. Um, but, you know, not as much, like, like more old school reggae is what I really discovered and got super, yeah. super into. But, yeah, I got a, I got a story. We, um, you ever heard of State Bridge before? It's a venue out in the mountains. I think so. Yeah. It's way out there, in the middle of nowhere. It's a big outdoor venue. It's like, and it's built into like the the rocks and it's kind of similar to like red rocks in the way that it's like a natural amphitheater but it's way the hell out there right and um they'll throw big festivals out there and they get a lot of crowds from like uh summit county okay so like all those cats know about state bridge but it's kind of like a a pretty well-hidden gem but anyway i was playing with this reggae group i lived in the mountains and um we got booked for this and it's for a mountain group to be playing at this it's like it's huge we were so pumped Beyond pumped. We're opening for the Electrifying Tamlins. If you've ever heard of them, they're just a reggae okay. vocal group. Um, they've been around since since the early '80s. Cool. There's some OGs, and we look up to them. We love them. We thought they were like, we were so pumped as this like young white kids being able to go open for some real Jamaican reggae cats who we loved. So we take the gig. We didn't really look much into it. Similar to Black Box at the time, the band I was in was kind of young. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> we. Just kind of took the gig. State Bridge, sounds great, we're there. Can't wait. They're going to put us up in a yurt for the night. Like, we're going to be at a yurt next to the Electric Tamlins. Like, we're fucking partying all night. This is going to be nuts. It's going to be absolutely insane. Everybody we know is going. Well, then, it turns out, like, we get there, and just down the road is the, uh, what's the name of that festival? I want to say it's, like, Rio de Janeiro or something. Shit, I have no idea. It's, like, I mean, Boombox was the headliner. Boombox was like the headlining act at this place, okay. which is massive. And this brought everyone from Summit County. It's like in the same county as State Bridge. Okay. It's like down the street, like the campgrounds. You could see the other campground, basically. Right. Uh-huh. This is what I'm getting at. Is there ain't nobody going to be at State Bridge <laughs> on this night? Everybody's at Rio. I can't remember the name of the festival. I want to say it's Rio de Janeiro. But anyway, um, everybody's at this festival to see fucking Boombox. So nobody's going to be at State Bridge. So <laughs> we get there. There's nobody in there. It's just the staff. We're kind of like getting started. And usually there's like people kind of milling around this venue yeah, area. Yeah. It's like a national park, whatever. So anyway, we're, we get set up and like there's nobody there. There's literally no one there. We push back the start time like an hour. There's like, I'm not even exaggerating. Not one person. The staff okay. alone. And the right. people that came with us. Half of our friends actually ended up going to the festival to go to the boombox. <laughs> right. But we, uh, they're like, all right, well, you might as well just start, you know? Go ahead and start playing. So we started, we played like our... At the time, we were used to playing really long sets. You know, from the mountains, you kind of will get booked for longer sets because there aren't tons of bands. So it might be yeah. like a double set. So we were only booked to play this one for like, you know, 45 minutes. We played our 45-minute set for the staff. 
They loved it. They were like having a great time. And they kept telling us, um, they were like, well, the electrifying Tamlins, they're on the road and they're like stuck in traffic. And uh, they're going to be here like in a little bit. So you guys can keep playing, if, you know, if you want to. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but there's no, I mean, this place is huge. It fits thousands of people. Right. And <laughs> it's empty. Wow. So we're like, all right, so this is after like our 45 minute set or whatever. We're like, all right, you know what? Fuck it. We bought a bunch of. Like a bunch of drugs and a bunch of booze. And we we brought the entire staff onto the stage with us. Yeah. All the sound people, all the like the security people were all just like sitting on the stage with us, like hanging out, drinking, and getting fucked up. <laughs> and um, then we were like, we kind of like got into the mood. We're like, all right, like let's let's play another set. Like there's nobody here. The Tamlins are still like an hour away. Like whatever. So we're like kind of becoming friends with the venue or whatever. I don't. Know, they're all cool people. So we played another set like pretty raucous we were a little fucked up and uh the staff was loving it and uh i'll never forget this like halfway through our last song which was, it was it's kind of an intense song we were kind of it was kind of progressive sound but the last one was, was really intense a lot of distortion going on from everything it's kind of a big band like an eight piece and uh i remember and it's like odd time signatures a lot of weird key changes okay. it's really fast and intense and i remember turning around and seeing the electrifying Tamlins were right there on the stage behind us. Like they had just gotten there, about to load in. It's like oh. it's like ten thirty at night. Yeah. And, and they were they were booked to play at like nine. Wow. And it's like oh. ten thirty that they're showing up to load in. Oh, and no. there is nobody. They came from fucking Jamaica and there is no one in this fucking place. Well they're an hour late. Except for the staff. Yeah. Anyway, I remember looking back and they were just like appalled at what we were doing. <laughs> they were completely not approving. And like I was saying earlier, like, we, these were like our heroes. We were so stoked to meet them. We brought like all the best fucking weed we could find up in Steamboat, which is a lot of really good weed. <laughs> I was saving like all this great like weed to smoke with them. We couldn't wait to like talk to them and hang out with them. I just remember turning around and they were just like arms crossed like, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> and there is nobody in here. So we got done. And uh, their roadies were like setting up the fucking their stage <laughs> at like ten thirty to play for no one at this place. Right. And uh, I remember me and my buddy Andy P, we were going to like we wanted to go smoke some weed with them. We're like, fuck, where'd they go? We want to go hang out with them. So we go and find them. Man, I'll never fucking forget this. And they were all like standing around like crushing weed up in their hands and, and like rolling joints. And we were like, fuck yeah, like you know we brought a bunch of weed. Like we'd love to smoke a bowl with you guys, smoke a joint. Like you know we love we love the Tamlins. We're just you know here to show respect basically and support you guys and the, I just remember like this fucking big old dude was like alright give me the weed and I was like oh okay cool man so I like pulled my weed out and like put it in his palm and he just like crushed it up and walked away with this like like a eighth of weed that I had been saving to smoke with them oh no he just took it yeah and these were like me and Andy P we were like had like been listening to the music but we look up to these people man oh damn. <laughs> ouch they didn't say anything to you after that no give me the weed <laughs> and we were like, uh, oh. Well, I, said, I, I said it was a shared off not to get to you. I said, <laughs> yeah, I did you want to smoke with you? Or, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we were standing there like, um, alright, so we're probably not going to stay in the yurts tonight, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's get the fuck in out the of here. Yurts, bro. <laughs> so did they still play? Yeah, they played. They, they played oh. to the people? To, just to the staff. To the staff. Quite literally, guys. it's not an exaggeration. Yeah. Yeah. What is a yurt, bro? A yurt is like a teepee. Sounds like yogurt. No, man, it's not. It's not yogurt. It's like a. It's like a teepee, basically. But yeah, it was, that was a rough one. I just. I remember that.
And we left like halfway through the set. We were like this whole time, like I was saying, this week building up to it. We were like, oh my god, we're gonna like hang out and party with the Tamlins after their show, after all that, and the way they were just all being so standoffish. We were like, fuck them. Right. All right, Dang. we're just gonna go home then. That sucks. <laughs> that was worse than. It's kind of funny. Peeing your pants. Mm. <laughs> Have your idols be assholes. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, fuck. yeah. And that's a trip. I think about that one a lot. I haven't really experienced this much, but when you. When you meet somebody and you have all this expectation, I mean, they have no obligation to fulfill that. No, obviously not. <laughs> yeah. Of course not. And, and, of course, and they and, shouldn't. And, some, well, but, and then sometimes, actually, it made me just think of um, Modest Mouse. Mm. I don't know them or anything, but I, I saw, I like went to a show one time in Louisville, Kentucky, and Isaac Brock was the biggest asshole. I've heard that. And I'd heard that, too, from people, that. so I was, like, hoping it wasn't true, or at least that, that I wouldn't experience it firsthand right. but um, when you were talking earlier and Sage about just like you know you have something that you want to convey and if, if if you can't do that then why even be there I, that this actually popped in my head just he, basically there was some sample like it's, a, it's not a huge huge venue but it's like a pretty big rock club you know and mm-hmm. there was something where the sound guy was supposed to like play a sample and then they sort of play to it and for whatever reason it didn't when they had sound checked it it was a certain volume and then when it was about to happen it wasn't there and so as as you were saying and I agree like if it doesn't work you can stop and be like no 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 this mm-hmm. doesn't work yeah. turn it up like that's fine but instead of just saying that he basically like started cussing the guy out the sound guy what? the sound guy yeah. which is if for those who are not musicians in the audience you don't you just never do that. No, like, no, even if they're terrible, true. even if they're the worst, no. even, but they they control you, right? They have you in their hands. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, so, like, so it's like cussing like out shit a cook. to your cook. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You get some boogers and something. Exactly. Exactly. So I was I was shocked, not just because he was being an asshole, but because I thought, did no one tell him that you don't? Like publicly etiquette, that. etiquette. Yeah. At the very least, to the sound person. At the very yeah. least, it should be humble. It's oh yeah. yes, I was gonna say always be humble. Always but that's what I mean. Kind. It was a co- it was a combination of like number one, there's no reason to talk to anybody like that. Yeah, like that's just, that's just rude. Yeah. But then even if you're not a nice person, and even if you don't care. You would think, still, just strategically, you would not speak that way. So sound. <laughs> That's the say. professionalism that comes. No, no I don't mean professionalism. I mean, it's like you don't want this person They're to just like turn all your vocals down and then turn yeah. your bass up yeah, and turn exactly. yeah. just like make everything oh, sound garbage, yeah. right? Yeah. You but he was, but he was just cussing the guy out. And then, if that wasn't bad enough, uh, there was some guy in the crowd who was clearly like a mad fan, was like a huge fan. Basically, all this guy and the guy was probably like drunk or at least you know a little bit tipsy or something the fan in the crowd didn't understand that they were just stopping to then turn the thing up and then start again Mm -hmm. he was like super pumped about this song and thought that they weren't gonna play it now and was like oh no please man please and he's just begging he's like no come on please play that song and for whatever reason, I mean, I understood that as, like, somebody on the other side of the audience. I understood that that guy just misunderstood what's happening. And he'd yeah. be, he's going to hear the song in a second. Yeah, he's stoked. It's okay, right? man. It's all right, yeah. man. You, you but home, Isaac man. Brock, the lead singer, did not understand that. And he said, no. what, and play it all wrong? Fuck you in the face. 
Oh, to the fans. <laughs> he said that down. to somebody in the front row who was clearly a, like a huge fan. A and I had never heard the phrase fuck you in the face before. That was my first time hearing that. I've heard it a couple times since. But... Have you seen Tropic Thunder? Uh, yes. My boy was like, fuck it. Uh, take a few steps back and literally fuck your own face. <laughs> That's, is that, is that uh, Tom Cruise? I'm, sh- that? All right. I'm guessing that's where my man got it from. Yeah. But damn, that's savage as hell either way. <laughs> I mean... I'm, I'm trying to remember that movie. Tom Cruise plays that, like, it fat is. ball. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fat Tom ball. Take a few steps back and literally fuck your own face. That's what he says, man. And Jeez. he's, like, yelling at everybody. He's, like, the angry, angry dude. Yeah, but he's yelling, this is he's a, like a rock a star saying this to his fan who just wants to hear that song Please he don't loves. ever do that. <laughs> so cool. Please never do that. I don't think you could uh, ever do that. I don't <laughs> I think we all agree Anastasia's not going to do that. Yeah. Her superpower is literally... The calling of animals coming to hug everybody, you know what I'm saying? Right. That's what's power. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. She could not do that. But yeah, that ooh. That's evil. That's that's cold, man. That's cold. But I mean, I just think of it there's you know, there's times where you, you get something in your head because you like a band, you like this artist, whatever, and you think, oh, they're cool. And then yeah. Sometimes you see them there. <laughs> jerks. Damn. Appreciate you guys being on this show. Yeah, this was awesome. Yeah, that's yeah. Fun. Thanks for hanging. Go 